guys, I'm Precious. And I'm Wale. And I want to thank you so much for tuning into our Easter service. If this is your first time, please feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Imprint TV, or listen to us on Imprint Podcasts. We have so much in store for you today. We'll be hearing from our amazing worship team, also some testimonies from those in our community, and a message from Pastor ST. And we also have an amazing Easter drama for you guys. So we hope you enjoy the service. See you later. God bless. John. John, can you hear me? No, this is the second. I've told you this before. The final edit should have been with me half an hour ago. Why am I why am I still waiting on you to come through? I don't pay you hey, to sit around and do okay. Yeah. I don't pay you enough to do to do nothing. No, no. This, no, this is the last one, Tenny. I'm gonna call you again. No, you call me again in 20 minutes. Tell me that it's done. Bye. Girl, who are you hey, shouting sis. at? Oh gosh, this new intern just doing the most nonsense. How's it going? Like, it's, it's mad. You know, I've got this promotion. My head's spinning crazy. Anyway, okay. sis, what are you doing? Hi, Hi. what are you doing here? Start. Okay, so the kids are in the house and we cannot wait for what you've got prepared for us. Kids in the house. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh, of course, Easter, yeah. yeah, yeah, we planned it, yeah, the kids are in the house, you're here, you're coming yeah. over, Easter weekend, like, great, advance, girl. yeah, oh, oh, I know, I'm so sorry, like, I've got this promotion, and you know, things have just been crazy, this is the busiest time of year with I the know. magazine, anyway, though. thanks, great, um, but the kids are here, I'm gonna go to Asda, gonna get okay. some Easter eggs, gonna get everything ready, we're gonna bake, we're gonna have the best, wait, wait, I'm free next weekend, all of next week. like, the project is gonna be done by tomorrow, every, final edit, everything's gonna be done. Come, come next weekend. Since, come, since I told you a year in advance. Like, they just your nieces and nephews just wanted to spend time with you. Yes. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. How? When last did we spend Easter together? Like five or six yeah. years ago. Really? Yeah, sis, it's been five or six years ago. Okay. Okay, sis, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're right. And the job always gets I know. in the way, but. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys are here. Like I said, no, we're doing it. Three days. It's going to be three days of fun. I'll make it up. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, sorry about that. Tess, I, I really need to tell you something because I can't even keep this in anymore. Um, your niece isn't feeling too well and she will what? kill me. She will kill what do, me. Wait, what do you mean she's not feeling too well? She got a cold or something? No, it's just she, she... She has this rare immune disease and honestly, sis, don't... What? But, Yes. Rare immune disease. What are you talking about? Why didn't you tell me this before? Okay, what do I need to do? What, what do I need to pay for? Okay, first of all, sis, you don't need to pay for anything. And actually, I wanted to tell you before, but you were always too busy. The amount of missed calls that you must have from my from me calling you just to support what I'm going through. Honestly, sis, no one needs you to be anyone's saviour. We need you to be there. Your niece, your niece needs you. Okay. Now more than ever. She, sis, I just really wished you were there when it all happened. And honestly, it's been the hardest thing. But you, oh, Maria, I'm so sorry. I can't believe Just been this. busy. Um. So, but we're getting through it. How's she fine. doing? I can't. I'm so sorry, sis. How's she actually doing? How's she? She's coping? good. So we've been praying, and God has really just. Um, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You've been praying. You and my, you always praying, like. But does she need treatment? Yeah. Like what, sis? We've gone to the treatments. We've gone to the doctors. Every doctor. The answer is the same. They it's un- inconclusive. They have no idea how to treat it. So all we can do is pray. All I have left is all I can do is pray. 
God knows when people don't have the answers, when doctors don't have the answers, all I can do is trust God because he must know and he knows what's going on. And it's so amazing because even with this situation, she's been writing, she made this blog or vlog thing and um, actually she used your slogan from your magazine what was it what's it <laughs> what you don't have to see it to believe it yeah she used that slogan and she started writing about her treatments and just what she's going through and millions of people are being blessed they millions oh. of views they started a gofundme page <laughs> sis i honestly can't even explain to you how amazing god has been throughout this whole situation he's just showing up for us and all she wants to do is share it with you, sis. All I want to do is share it with you. Yeah. But you're just never there. I'm so sorry. Like, Maria, no, no, seriously, I'm so sorry. I can't even believe that all of this is happening. I'm so sorry I haven't been there. Look, I, I'm going to change. Like, literally from this weekend, I'm changing my ways. I'm so sorry that it's taken this. Like, I, I'm just, I'm sitting here in shock. But, sis, I'm I'm here now. And literally, I mean it. No, I mean it. I'm really going to be, be here. Not just for the kids, but for you as well. And I'm not going to be telling you no year in advance, sis. No, no. I'll, I'm telling you, I'll be there. I'll be there. Because what? On my watch? How can this even... Sis, I'm so sorry. Please accept my apology. We're going to make this weekend the best weekend we're gonna have fun i'm gonna bake with the kids i'm gonna make it happen like don't and you're worry gonna pray with the kids too because pray far we do the whole thing <laughs> yeah sing songs that yeah no well don't worry about that we're gonna have the best easter okay. ever oh my gosh wait this intern is calling me back hello john yeah is it finished
student I was in the middle of writing my dissertation and my doing my project when all of this happened but I just want to thank God because even though I lacked a lot of peace <laughs> in the initial stages of all of this and um, that he has restored my peace and he's also sent me the right people to help me and to support me in this season as well and also I also just would like to thank God for community and this church and the community who have surrounded me with. I want to thank God especially for um, Cruz as well. Like Cruz, they've honestly helped keep me 
disciplined and kept kept me accountable in terms of everything that I'm doing in the season. And also, lastly, just thank God for growth because I've had to do a lot of growing <laughs> and coming out my comfort zone in this season. But I just want to thank God for all He's doing in my life, basically. I have a testimony. Go on. Two. So one is like my auntie. Well, she's not my auntie, my auntie, auntie, but an auntie. Um, she had had a heart attack last week with like everything going on with COVID. The ambulance, like they didn't want to come. Like they generally didn't want to come. They, they it took it took them about maybe like twelve hours for they actually arrived. But and then she obviously it caused her to like to not be able to. She was released out of hospital, but she couldn't like move or talk or do anything. And like obviously like, our family put her in prayers and that like, we thank God now that like, she's fully functioning, she's fully moving. And it's just I think it's just more so like how it's actually only God's grace that kept her while the ambulance what is someone has a heart attack and twelve hours later, like I don't I've never heard of someone still being like even being alive. So I'm just so grateful for like God's like grace and favor upon her life and that she's fully functioning so quickly um i just want to thank god for joy like i really felt like these past couple of weeks at work would be really really stressful and with everything going on and um although there's been so many changes like i really actually feel like the joy of the world has been my strength and i feel like there's just been peace in the team um which which doesn't even make sense but i'm just really grateful to god for that i just want to thank god for like friends really because I've been having like really cool Bible studies with my friends. It's been really thought like thought provoking. Um and it's just like talking to your friends and just seeing how they're dealing with everything and them giving you hope. Just like a testament to like how God is just keeping our spirits lifted at this time. And I just really want to thank you for that. One of my lectures, I'd only gone to like five of them. Um, <laughs> and we had a um assignment of like 2,400 words and I did it in like three days and I've been so anxious like over the past couple of months about what grade I was gonna get but I got my grade back the other day and I got a B so I just wanna thank God because <laughs> Yeah so one of my one of my uh, biggest struggles this week I would say has been um, get finding a balance between resting and doing university work so yeah that's been quite a weight on my shoulders but Every time I'm doing my work and I just I pray and I ask God for help and for wisdom and knowledge. Um, yeah, he really does pull through. God has been good, you know. Um, I gave my brother a haircut yesterday. That was interesting. Um, you know, just vibes in. So, yeah, man. Uh, also, just for um, the opportunity to spend so much time with uh, friends and family, which sounds strange because we're all stuck in our rooms. But, um, yeah, just over FaceTime and Zoom and everything, like I feel like I've actually been able to, you know, catch up and spend time with a lot of people that I haven't been able to in a long time. And also, despite the fact that I'm not able to spend time with my family physically over Easter because they're in another country, like, um, yeah, I just thank God for just all this opportunity to um, keep in touch and also to just, um, you know, uh, keep stuck in with my church. imprint family over this time and um yeah i'm just you know excited to see you know just all the growth that we're all experiencing at this time as a church and just 
um, yeah, for the new things that are going to come out of this season. Friday, I got um, news that it is official that my younger brother is coming out of prison on the 22nd of this month. Wow. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. Yeah, man. He, he got sentenced to two and a half years. Um, so, but I don't know what type of the legal this thing that they're doing but yeah he's 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 coming out 22nd of this month so family's gonna be oh, whole again so come on man honestly come on come on come on come on come on come on give thanks to god for life in general because throughout this covid19 i've heard about a lot of people that have passed away people that are close to me and at the same age as my parents as well my parents are quite old so i'm just thankful for their life for their health for their safety in general so my testimony is I'm just thankful for God keeping me sane during this season. But knowing that kind of I have God on my side has definitely mm-hmm. helped a lot. Um, so again, similar to Tosi, it's just more like an appreciation to God um, and just thanking him for how he's been so great, like so consistent in my life. Um, so yeah, thankful for God being there always. So yeah. Hey guys. Um... Yeah, just in sharing my testimony for Easter, I just it's just beautiful to me to to kind of remember and to understand that God really, really sent His Son, really Himself incarnate, to take the ultimate punishment for for the things that I have done, and He took that guilt forever, and um, He did that so that I could live eternally, enjoying His joy, eternally enjoying the greatest gift, which is Him. And um, he did that for his glory and his love for me. And it's, it's, it's still, it's, it's very, very, um, it's a huge thing to wrap my head around. But it keeps me joyful when I remember that because I know that my validation is not in question. My identity is not in question. My innocence is not in question because of what he did. And it's the fact that he didn't have to, but it was love that, that, that caused him to do that. Here at Imprint, we believe the Christian life is a partnership between God and the Christian family, the church. God is the source of all things, including our money, and we give back to him in the form of tithes and offerings. This enables the church to undertake the work to which God has called us, extending the kingdom and giving to his name. You can give via bank transfer or at weareimprint.org give. Put me out retirement for this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, we love you. Full score for it. One more time. Praise God. I'm a reform sinner, saved by grace so I don't sip from the world and just drink from the river cause with Christ I'm a winner, lost now found, started in the gutter now I got one crown, yeah I used to be in debt, I couldn't pay these costs, Christ my saviour he died on the cross, said I used to be in debt, I couldn't pay these costs. Christ my saviour, he died on the cross Now I'm a go-go-getter, demon shepherd Christ's love is big, bro, I don't know any better Died and rose again to save me from the torture Did it all in three days to save me from the trauma Said I used to be in debt, I couldn't pay these costs Christ my redeemer, yeah, he died on the cross Devil said I was in debt, I really owed him a lot Then Jesus stepped in and showed the devil that he's boss Hello guys, welcome back to our online services on this wonderful Easter Sunday. Um, I've been given the privilege um, 
you know by our dear pastor Wale to bring to you guys today's message and I just want to be speaking to us on this wonderful Easter Sunday about the resurrection power the resurrection power you know that we have available to us you know as a Christian as a believer I think it's necessary to understand that we operate from three different stratas you know um, and there is a need for us to be able to understand what the death of Jesus actually signifies you know its relevance its, imp its importance and um, the resurrection of Jesus what that also symbolizes and its significance also and then the ascension of Jesus because after resurrection is also the ascension you know and I think um, it would be illogical for us to uh, make an attempt to understand what the resurrection actually stands for and its power thereof um, without understanding what precedes that which is the death of Christ and so I just quickly want to kind of give us a, um, a kind of a foundation upon which we can build you know the death of Jesus is a very significant um, event that you know um, it stands for so many things but one of the things it does is it puts an end to our past you know through uh, what theologically speaking we call substitution and um, you know the doctrine of substitution is simply just this idea that in order for divine forgiveness to be um, um, essentially wrought there is a need for 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 it to be satisfied by divine justice in other words for God to forgive the sins of man it would take the perfect sacrifice and this is why the Bible uh, speaks in 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 and it says for he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin um, that we might be the righteousness of God in him you know I think that's a very powerful scripture that just reveals to us how Jesus was a blameless man a spotless man without blemish and yet still he was um, able to take on board our sins just so that we may become the righteousness of God in him so wonderful similar things said in 1st Peter 2:24, and I read this to you in the amplified version it says he personally carried our sins in his body on a cross willingly offering himself on it as on an altar of sacrifice so that we might die to sin becoming immune from the penalty and power of sin and live for righteousness for by his wounds you who believe have been healed another amazing scripture um, that yet again reveals to us you know the extent to which we deserved the penalty of sin the, the extent to which we deserved to go through all the things that Jesus went through but the Bible says he personally as in of his own will of his own accord he personally chose to carry you your our sins your sins my sins the sins of the world he carried all of it just so that we may become immune from the penalty and power of sin this is what the death of Christ does for us and so essentially what the death of Jesus actually does is it puts a judgment it judges the old creation it puts a, an end to our featuring of the old creation you know you know um, the cross is 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 the the 
the thing that causes a great divide be between the old creation and the new creation how that by reason of his death we are able to rise in the newness of life and i truly believe that this is something that we see all through our scripture you know uh, when we read second corinthians 5 uh, verse 15 to 17 in the niv version it says and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again so from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view though we once regarded christ in this way we do so no longer therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here i really love this scripture for so many reasons number one it highlights to us how that from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view what is it talking about is referring to the death of christ how that from the moment that jesus died for you and i that we are no longer referred to by our former life and as a result of this truth and as a result of this reality that we because of this truth and because of this reality what that now means for us is that we are now in christ okay and so therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone the new is here so wonderful this is the power that lies in the death of jesus and i haven't even begun to speak on um, um, the resurrection once again I'm, I'm speaking about what the death of christ signifies because it helps us to, to really understand the power of his resurrection you know and like, like i said the cross essentially therefore is what we call the great divide you know it is an instrument of judgment it is what brings us from a life of darkness into his marvelous light it, it takes us from from the old creation into the new and so the resurrection therefore is our gateway into that new life it is our gateway into that new creation that's what the resurrection of jesus christ signifies for us how that his resurrection leads us into this possibility of the new creation romans 6 puts it this way verse 3 to 4 it says or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into christ jesus have been baptized into his death therefore we have been buried with him through baptism unto death so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. Another powerful scripture. You know, it stands out to me how that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death. So that's the death part we were talking about. But the story doesn't end there. It says, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life in other words just as christ who was once dead was able to be be raised from the dead by the spirit of god if that's what happened to christ this is the reality that we also have because through things like baptism we are able to share in this experience or, or rather baptism is is one of the ways we we signify this you know and of course we all know that we 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 catch on to or we latch on to the, these realities when we you know essentially become born again and so forth and so on confessing our sins and 
and and and and all the other stuff that we we tend to do um when 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 coming to the lord you know and so to be part of the new creation essentially we had to be resurrected by that same spirit that raised jesus christ from the dead because it happens to be according to the, the scriptures that it is the spirit that quickens it was the spirit of god that that quickened jesus christ you know romans 8 verse 11 says and if the spirit of him who raised jesus from the dead is living in you he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you one um, prominent figure in a faith who i've followed for so long is a dear father um, i see him as a father in in this faith um you know one of his favorite phrases is that the holy spirit is jesus christ unlimited you know essentially in in contrast with the disciples you had jesus with them present you know and that's all they could have we have jesus christ unlimited by reason of his spirit you can have him i can have him but i just want to stay on that point and, and and speak to you right now how that it doesn't matter how dead your situation may be it doesn't matter how bleak your situation may look that if jesus was was able to 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 rise from the dead if he was able to to be lifted up from his dead state by the spirit of god and that means there's hope for you also if there's resurrection then there's hope for you also this is the power of the resurrection of jesus his resurrection it gives us hope of a newness of life it gives us hope of a quickening an ability to revive that which was once dead and so i don't know who's listening to, to to me right now as i'm speaking but i don't know maybe in the midst of this pestilence in the midst of this plague you've probably been been, been wondering when when would this 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 one pass you know or maybe uh, it, it pertains to your personal life and maybe you've you you're you're given up as as i speak you know i want to show you once more that the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead on this day on easter sunday because that same spirit lives and dwells in you you will be revived once again your situation will come back to life in jesus name and if you're listening and you're not yet um, a, a believer i would also encourage you by the end of this service to just allow him into your space so that you can also share in this reality you know so so you know in in that scripture romans chapter 8 verse 11 it, it says how this spirit will also give life it will give us life it will give life to our mortal bodies and when you break that phrase down um what it literally translates to this it says to cause what is dead to have life or to live again so essentially that's what i was just speaking about there that it doesn't matter what how dead you think your situation is <laughs> on on a day like this one when the power of his resurrection is made available your situation will come back to life in jesus name in resurrection we have a new position before god that's what resurrection does for us it gives us a new position before god because we are an entirely new creation but another thing it does is that it is a it was a display of the defeat of the devil what do i mean well colossians chapter 2 verse 15 the bible says he forgave us all our sins having cancelled the debt ascribed to us in the decrees that stood against us 
He took it away, nailing it to the cross, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. And I want to pick out the word triumphing. You know, when you once again break the word down, um, especially in the Greek, it, it, it simply means putting the conquered on display um, or leading one as their prisoner in a triumphal procession. In other words, totally defeating, you know, someone. Uh, and, and this is what happened on such a day as this one. Through the death of Jesus, the gap between his death and his resurrection, this was what was taking place. You know, Jesus was busy defeating the enemy and his kingdom you know and so the the enemy although he has um an ability to, to exercise his power and obviously we're, we're witnessing that in, in in a time such as this one and the reason for that is, is you know for so many reasons um you know but if i was to even just speak about it briefly you know, the Bible speaks about how he was once the most anointed cherub, right? And we understand that the giftings of God, you know, the grace of God are given out without repentance. What that inevitably means is the enemy is still to some degree anointed. And it is to that extent that he is able to, to cause havoc. But what he doesn't have is authority. This is something that you and I have by reason of the position that we share or that we are seated with Christ Jesus in the heavenly places. We have authority. So as I'm speaking to you, understand that on this day, the reality of your authority must become real to you. You must be that person that is able to look that situation in the eye and say to that situation, you have no place in my life. And this is why, and this is more, more of a reason why in such a time as this one, as believers, we need to, you know, stand up on our feet and, and implement our authority in in such a season as this one amen and you know for 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 me to knit everything in the bud or to put things into perspective it's necessary that i um i refer to a portion of scripture in luke 24 whereby um, jesus had been buried he was in a tomb so forth and so on but on, on the first day of the week the bible says a few women um were going to uh, you know you know put spices on his body as what was the custom of that time but they get to that place and they find the tomb the stone of the tomb rolled away they are they they meet two strangers um in the form of angels um in other accounts will say one one man in a shiny garment but whatever the the interpretation is whoever the account of that that incident is one truth remains the same that the tomb was empty hallelujah you know, and, and, and in verse 5 of that chapter, you know, uh, the angels pose the question. It says, why do you look for the living among the dead? And I just want to kind of pause there and, and, and bring something to our attention. Jesus is not a hero of the past. He's not some theoretical individual. You know, these women, they were, they were looking for, for, for a living personality, a living presence, the very living thing very tangible they were looking for him in a dead place and we find ourselves doing this ever so often you know jesus is not merely someone that we ought to study you know he is a living presence he is a living reality of the present you know so let, let us not seek him who lives in dead works you know in dead ways of doing things dead formula and i'm so grateful 
um, to some extent for this this season that no one probably anticipated you know whereby God through his wisdom you know and I'm not saying God was the one that caused all of this but the Bible says he is able to make all things work out together for the good of those who love the Lord and as a result of that I would choose not to focus on a distraction but rather to focus on what the Lord is doing in a time such as this one and one thing that I am certain of is that God is certainly enabling us to understand that we cannot find him in dead works and so he's brought all dead works to a standstill just so that we can seek the living presence glory be to Jesus verse 13 to 35 you know gives an account of two men um, on the way from Emmaus you know um, going back to meet the disciples and so forth and so on and they were discussing about the death of Jesus you know it's a very long context you know um, or, or a long backdrop but essentially uh, most people at that time they believed Jesus to be the one that would redeem Israel as in as in the national Israel you know the savior would come and redeem Israel and so when he died it was just a bit like oh you know all hope is lost essentially and so Jesus appears to them um, eventually and he's asking them what are you guys speaking about and stuff like that but verse 15 is something that sticks out to me it says while they communed together and reasoned Jesus himself drew near and went with them you know and I find that very very interesting because it was while they communed together and reasoned I think that's so significant how that there is a part in communing with one another there's a part in reasoning with one another where we automatically invite the Lord into our spaces and so I just want to encourage each and every single one of you in this moment in time um, in these uncertain times that continue with the fellowship continue with the checking up on people continue with the Bible study the prayer the intercessions that um, most of you have been engaging in because it is in those moments that we are able to invite God into our spaces and this reminds me of a scripture Malachi 3.16 where it says then those who fear the Lord taught with each other and the Lord listened and heard a scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name once again same theme how that as they taught with each other the Lord listened and heard do not forsake the fellowship of the brethren guys in such a time as this one although we're not gathering physically we're still gathering spiritually and there's a need for us to be reasoning together in a moment as this verse 16 also sticks out to me because the Bible um, identifies how their eyes were essentially were holding and um, that they should not know him right um, you know and it's very interesting because in all the accounts in the different Gospels you will find out that whenever Jesus and, and also in the book of Acts which was also written by Luke um, how that whenever Jesus would appear to his disciples and all these other people um, after his resurrection that it, is, it, it seemed as if they, they failed to recognize him the question is why the answer is very simple they were just preoccupied with, with a lot of other things so the women that went to the tomb they were preoccupied with their sorrow when Jesus appeared to the you know the Fisher disciples you know they were also preoccupied with their work and so forth and so on and I think that's something that we need to be very careful of because um, what that tends to do is it obscures our vision of the divine it obscures our vision of who who God actually is amen and so we need to be paying much attention to that because the Bible says the pure in heart 
they shall see God. To be pure in heart means to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, to take away every distraction, to take away everything that can take your focus of Jesus. And it is in it is only in doing so that you will be able to see God or even be able to hear from him clearly. And so in this time, I want to encourage you that keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. You know, forget about all the distractions that are flying everywhere and just keep your eyes fixed on him. Verse 30 also mentions about how they, you know, it says, and when he broke the bread and, you know, it was only when he broke the bread um, that they were able to recognize who he was. And so, um, what this you know kind of uh, kind of um, highlights to me is how that it is not only at the communion table that we can be with Christ we can be with him at the dinner table too amen because it's so easy to think you can only be aware of the power of his resurrection um, when you're breaking bread and stuff like that breaking bread in terms of communion but actually these men and these these people they were just gathered in their homes just going about their daily business as they would always do. It was not an organized occasion, you know. So Jesus is not only the host in the church, is what I'm trying to say. He is the guest in every home, in every situation. And so I want you to invite him into every situation of your life today. Verse 29 speaks about how they urged him strongly to stay with them, uh, you know. One thing is very certain, guys. God will never force himself on us. He will never force himself on you you know the truth of the matter is it takes your desire your eagerness to firstly invite him in into your house into your situation and having done that you know what that does is you open up the space for communion you open up the space for fellowship and in doing so now he's able to reveal more of himself to you and the moment jesus becomes so real to you it is at that moment that the power of his resurrection is made available to you because in the book of Acts it says he, he revealed himself with, with many infallible proofs many infallible proofs which means they could not be denied it is only in the situation where Jesus becomes so real to you that you are able to latch on to the power of his resurrection and so I want to encourage anyone watching me tonight that probably um, doesn't yet know Jesus I just want to want to encourage you to invite him into your space the bible says he stands at the door and he knocks you know waiting to see whether you know the door will be open just so that he can come and dine with 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 you and you with him amen and so i really pray that this message blesses each and every single one of you and i trust that the good lord will continue to make real to you the power of his res of his resurrection and in him doing so You'll be able to recognize from this moment onwards that you will rise if Jesus was able to be raised from the dead. That it doesn't matter what situation that you are currently facing or that you will face in the future. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that God is able to make his resurrection power available to you also. God bless you guys. Oh, hey.
reached the end of our Sunday service and before we leave, I would just like to say, if you are new to faith or perhaps would like to give your life to Jesus, you can contact us via our webpage, weareinfant.org, and someone in the team would love to connect with you. In addition to this, we actually have a virtual team who would love to pray for your prayer requests, so you can access them via the Zoom link below. And feel free to join us for our post-church mingle. The link will be in the live chat. Have a great Easter, guys. God bless.